have you uh, have you done any podcasts before i don't think i have i think i was supposed to a few times and then they weren't like camera podcasts so they were like through you know, yeah i've seen yeah i've seen, I've seen a couple long. with 1071 or something and i was watching earlier today and i saw i saw a couple which is cool but podcasts are fun because again they're casual like they're casual and you yeah. get to sit down and do these fun things right well i like having conversations rather than like them getting to know me and me leaving not knowing anything about them like super quick interviews are definitely not as fun i like getting to like actually talk to somebody well that's the nice part about this right we get to sit down and become pals <laughs> We want to give you guys a, a quick life hack recommendation. Um, if you're from the Toronto area, GTA, um, our lovely listeners, we want to we help you out here. As of late, we've been recording a lot more, spending a lot more time in the studio. And because of our lives are a little bit hectic, we're in and out. We never really have snacks and food here. So we uh, partnered up with Tiggy, who is a Canadian app and uh, recently came to Toronto. And they are an on-demand food delivery service and also you can get your covid test and basically anything else you need they got a variety of unique products uh basically anything that you might want last minute you can go go on the app it's 15 to 30 minute delivery yeah you heard that right 15 to 30 minutes we literally order it when we get in the studio before an episode and before we even sit down to start recording our food is here. I'd say it even for us, it's always come closer to the 15 minutes and the 30. Like we'll order it and before we can, you know, as soon as we sit down, take our jackets off, our guest gets here, like the stuff is here and like keeps us, I mean, we get drinks, snacks, I mean, anything we really need to kind of, you know, keep us going, it, it comes. The best part is there's no fees, no subscriptions. Um, it Guys, it, it's actually amazing. They have fresh products. And we actually like, you know, we don't waste stuff here. We order what's needed every episode and, you know, we go through it. And then the next time we're back in here, we order more. We don't, we don't waste stuff because sit here and, and go bad. And it's been a lifesaver. And since we love you guys so much, we're going to give you guys a promo code. You knew this was coming. PAL30. Yeah. PAL30. P-A-L 30. Gives you 30% off your first three orders. Yep. Bingo. Boom. Go do it. Guys, and not only that, like every, the price of everything is going up, you're going to save 30%. Like, what a no brainer. Thank us later. You know, don't even thank us. Just go and do it. Have a so great day. We'll put the download link in the bio, in the description. So click the unique link. You can download it again. And the promo code is PAL30 for 30% off your first three orders. Now get ready for this fire episode. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the pals now. Mm-hmm. Well, Asia, appreciate you coming on and uh, let's, uh, let's jump into it. So, Let's, why don't we talk about, uh, I guess, the, your recent single? Because normally we actually don't end up talking about the new singles and stuff. So many of our guests in the past, like we get to the end of the episode, and we're like, oh, okay, well, you know what? We only got five minutes left. Tell us about your, your new single. So let's yeah. start with that. Okay, so I just released my song, Love It First Song. Tilt the mic. Sorry, I'm going to pause you. Tilt the mic down a little bit. Rick, you'll get it for you. Thank you. Okay, Good. so I just released my song, Love It First Song, and I think it came out... March 25th, like a month ago. So that was really exciting. It's about loving something that's not like super fake. Like music will always be part of my life and I really, really love it. So I got to write a song just literally specifically about music and it's like a love song. 
So it was really interesting to take that like kind of point of view on everything. Well, for those who don't know, you're obviously still young. You're still in high school. Do you think you know what love is? No, definitely not. I don't know Deep what I'm talking coming about. coming out early. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just so curious. Because anytime I, I, you see young people talk about love and, and all these like big emotions. I was going to say there's, it's, it's a, that's a subjective question because there's multiple kinds of love. Like, yeah, you can know a loving like a, like a parent, a, grand, a family member, a friend. But like certain things you'd like, you learn with, like, with age and obviously. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like you mean like relationship. Well, no, it's just in general, like okay. loving someone. Like, I thought I loved hockey when I was a kid. You know, I, I loved hockey, and then puberty came, and I was like, oh, I love women. You know, like women I love, and then you grow up, and you're like, oh, I actually love travel. It's like, and then you meet, then I meet people, and I'm like, oh, I actually love this person. And then all along, I'm like, I actually love my parents the most and my friends, and you know what I mean? Like, but you're not. Are you, but you're, love you're not, not asked. Yeah. So you asked her, do you know what love is? But that's not what love is. You you know you love those things. You just different points of your life. Your love. What you love changes. No, but it's like even the feeling of love changes. Like I, I don't think I could like describe what love is, and I don't know the feeling. Like I know I like my parent. I, I love my parents. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting right here too, so yeah. you have to. Say. I know I love my parents and like my family and the stuff that like you're meant to love. Like you know you love these people because you grew up knowing that you love them, and it's just like the universal feeling. But I definitely have no idea. Like I guess I love my friends. Um. I've had boyfriends before, but I definitely didn't love them. That's fair. And that's probably why we broke up. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, it's kind of hard to say because I don't have like experience in anything in my life. I'm literally, I'm almost 18 actually. So I, I saw oh, birthday's what? In next week, two weeks? Thursday. Thursday. I it's think. Like, my birthday's on Monday. This really? comes out on, wait, this, this comes out on your birthday. April 28th? Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank happy you. birthday, yeah. Happy there birthday. you go. Thank People you. are listening. So if you're listening, send her a message. Say happy birthday. 18th. That's a big one. I guess it is. I guess is. not really, actually. Uh, well, I can't do anything. Because you become much. Technically, I can make my own decisions. But like nothing actually changes. Like 19 will be a fun one. I would go to Montreal for my birthday, but it's just too far. And it would have been fun to go during like when the university students were still there. So yeah, I don't want to yeah. go when it's like That's not fair. as fun. I will tell you the best part is my birthday is on the same time. If you, you know, go to college, university, whatever it is like the, that where your like our birthdays are ends like right when exams end typically. Yeah. So everyone's ready to like have a good time, celebrate all the stress is done. So it's a good time. Like, because it kind of kicks off, even though it's not so summer, it's really spring. My birthday for the last like 10 years always like starts our summer. We went to Western together. Mm -hmm. um, so it always like as soon as that was done exams were over and then summer started so that's kind of one of the pluses of having a late April birthday yeah like my sister comes home I think the day of my birthday or the day before nice. and she's at engineering at Queens and so Ooh. she like has so much work I don't think she's left her room it's besides hard, going to the library that's a tough program so yeah. she'll definitely come home and I'll make her celebrate with me <laughs> are <laughs> you planning on going to university college or something so I'd like to take a gap year. Keep the mic Sorry. a little closer in front of you. There you go. So I'd like to take a gap year and move to LA and really just focus on music because like I live in Toronto and I've had to like manage everything with like social life, high school. Like I have so many different responsibilities. Adding on to that, I'm in Toronto, so I can't exactly do everything I'd like to. And so I'd like to move to LA and really just focus on one thing which is my music and obviously it'll have to be social as well because that would be really sad but i'd really like to just try it and just do it and not have anything stopping me because i've never been able to experience that 
and then I might go to Western. Good yeah. choice. <laughs> Not sure yet. I'm uh, still waiting on other. Have you traveled by yourself, like, or at all, like? Well, I'm not actually that independent as a person. That was my next. That was kind of my next question. Yeah, you're George. Like, how do I how do I frame this? Yeah, politely? You're, I, I'll tell you. At least you like you can pick up on social. I was going there, kind of going down that path. Next, yeah. So, yeah. Well, me and my mom are really close. Like, she's my mom, but she's also like a friend to me, and Aww. so I do everything with her. And so I've always traveled with her, and like I don't think I do anything alone. Like. I don't even like go get food alone. I make a friend go, come with me. Like I don't <laughs> yeah, like to okay. do things by myself. We have, we have don't worry. We have a lot yeah, of friends. We have a lot. We have a lot of <laughs> like if too. I order food, sometimes I make them like leave it at the door so I don't have to go get it. Or like my friend will go get it. It's just I don't like we doing things you. alone. We got you. <laughs> yeah, but traveling alone, I think the most that I've done is like gone on the train by myself from Western to home, and then next year will be a very very big step so yeah i mean i would be living alone in yeah. la i would make my mom stay with me for like two or three weeks at the beginning just to like settle me in but then i'd have I'm, to live by myself I'm so sure i don't not know complaining about joining you in la for a little bit either yeah, yeah, it's a nice well i'm gonna get a two bedroom so then one bedroom can be hers and then the other will be there mine there and there you go do you have uh i guess through the industry and obviously a lot of canadians do move down to la do you have any friends down there that you've either worked with or maybe done some songwriting oh sorry song, yeah songwriting or producing anything with well i've worked with a bunch of people down there i work with jimmy mccorman he's definitely older so I wouldn't necessarily call him someone I would socialize with, but <laughs> he's like a mentor to me. So I worked with him a bunch of times and I've also worked with a bunch of other people and I work with like older people. I think like there's a weird age gap between like me, which is like 18 and usually I'll work with people like 24 plus. And so I want to be able to move down there and like socially work as well and be able to make more friends. I definitely know people down there that I would reach out to. Like I have a friend sammy J. she actually goes to school there now and so i was supposed to see her last time but school got in the way and i would definitely socialize with her and um she actually has a podcast too i forget what it's called but it's not as big as the pals no it's not i could have given her a plug though but <laughs> yeah but i have a few people that i know down there that i would definitely socialize with but you know I'll no make interest friends. in going no interest in going to ucla or something well i applied the only issue is that i don't want to go to a school just because I want to live there. Like university is actually really expensive, which oh, yeah, I didn't definitely. know yeah, about. Ca Canadian going to the States, States is yeah. crazy. It's just like a disgusting amount of money yeah, that yeah. I'm not looking to go there for education. I would be looking to go there to live there. And I don't think it's worth that kind of investment to get nothing out of it besides like living there. It's like me staying in a condo for like not even close to the money that I would be spending to go to school there is like a nice condo and not res like there's yeah, so many sense. things are you so do you want to do a gap year is it kind of just go down see what happens kind of think of you know kind of give it the whole full hurrah and see where it goes and then you know figure it out kind of at the end of that year do i keep doing it down here do i go to university and do it on the side like is that kind of the plan well i feel like for the first year i think my mom's a little nervous about me not doing any school because again i'm not that independent and so <laughs> I don't think... At least you're self-aware though, right? Yeah, I've, I've been told I'm very self-aware. That might be more important skill to have at a young age than being independent. Mm -hmm. right? You can learn independence. Yeah, I can. I will. <laughs> yeah. But me not doing any school, like any learning for an entire year might throw me off a lot. And so I might do some courses. I want to talk to Western, see what... I want to go to the MIT program. 
Do not. Why? I did it. He's in, he and you hated it. it? Hated it. Oh, God. So I, <laughs> I hate to cut you off here. I'm going to tell a story. and I, I've told it on the pod before, but whatever. I'm going to tell you anyways. Um, so I went into, because again, media information, technoculture, you know, media program. Sounds yeah. cool. Sounds fun. And I knew I wanted to go to Western. I didn't care what program I went to. I was going to Western. I went there when I was 16 to visit my brother. I just got cheated on by my high school girlfriend. My mom dragged me there because I didn't want to go. I was like super like sad, cheated on, 16, like my, the end of my world. My mom was like, you have to go. You told your brother you were going to visit him. I'm making you go. So dragged me there. I had the best night of like my teenage life. I'm like, I'm going to Western. My marks were de- like not debatable, but debatable for Western because you have to have like decent grades for Western. And I ended up applying to like five different programs. And the media program, MIT, sounded the coolest. Well, the media program is basically based around this guy, Karl Marx, like Marxism and whatever. And it's all theory. It's not practical. The MTP program is actual practical work. And that's the joint uh, program with Fanshawe and Western. And I went there and I, after first year, they, take, they cut half the class. So 300 students get accepted, or this is when I was there. 300 get accepted. They cut it to 150 after first year. So they take your top four out of your five marks. So they take like half credits, uh, half course counts as a half credit, whatever. Your top four out of your five. I took Italian in first year and like I took Italian in high school. So I basically got like 96 or something on that. So it basically brought up all my other marks and that was a full one credit. So it brought up all my other marks. So I made it into second year and I wanted to switch out, but I didn't want people to think I got kicked out for like one of the few times in my life where I cared about what other people think about me, I didn't leave. I should have left and went into business and I didn't because I'm like, oh, second year is when business gets hard. I, do I want to go into a hard program? I'm already here. I don't want people to think I got kicked out. So I'm going to stay. I stayed and I fucking hated it. I don't know if I could do it if I hated it. Mind you, I know some so people that there liked was, that did like it. Who else from the podcast? We had a guest on that was in MIT that said they liked it. Yeah. Um, who was it? It was a girl, I think. Was it Alyssa Reed? No. No. Some, anyways, we'll think about it, but do a friend, yeah. go, if you, ask. if you like it, go into it, just make sure well, you act, I don't like read care. the courses and like actually look into it because I just did it. Cause it's like media program. I, oh, I want to go in marketing. I, I like media. Yeah. I have no look idea into what it. it is. I yeah. literally people, just people applied. Like it was it a, yeah. Yeah. Really Cause like did. a lot of my good girlfriends too that were like Mila and Nicole, they didn't like it. They might've got kicked out. I don't know. <laughs> Might put them They're on gonna hear this and be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just look. Make sure you like actually look at. Don't just go because like it sounds cool. That's well, what I my do. sister found out I got in and she sounded surprised and she was like, "Oh wow, like that's actually a good program." So I was like, "Okay, I'll go there." Yeah, it's hard to get into that program. Yeah, again, they only very accept three hundred students. Yeah, that I did. To your point, so I don't want to give because uh, I've been out of school for a while now. I went to Western. I was in a different program. Um, I went to university. I always knew what I was going to do growing up. I grew up in a family, like um, entrepreneur family. My dad is, uh, has a business. And I always knew I wanted to do that. I always knew I wanted to be like him, be a businessman, which is a very vague term. <laughs> businessman. You're going to be a businessman who owns a science company. This is, you're a scientist or a businessman? Businessman. But anyways, um, I met Ricky in first year. I was very different today than I am then. I, the most... The thing that changed me or I got the most out of from university was the social aspect, the friendships, and just maturing. I was always pretty like depend, um, independent. Like I would like cook and clean and all that stuff from a young age. My family owns a cleaning company, so I was like ingrained in me to be OCD and clean yeah. and all that. Um, I learned the most out of, out of um, the friends I made and all that stuff, the social skills, all that kind of thing. I don't want to say that I didn't get value out of the educational aspect because I naturally did a little bit. Um, but I also did a gap year 
later in life. So I took a year off a sabbatical. I was going to say, when the hell did you take a gap year? So I, did, I didn't have the courage to do when I was younger. I never did a trip backpacking after university. I never did a gap year because I was more like timid. The social aspect helped me become where I am today. So I'm grateful that I didn't do it then. I don't think I was ready. But if like someone like yourself, you seem pretty social and pretty self-aware of that stuff, the, gap, the, the year abroad I did later gave me more than anything I ever did in life. By far. I traveled the world for 13 months Six of it by myself. The rest, like friends, met me in different places. I went to like forty countries and like did a lot. Um, that's a story for another day. But that really changed me as a person the most. It made me be even more independent. Maybe care less what people thought about me. Maybe just like really know who I am. Um, so I don't want to give you advice not to pursue an education, but in terms of like being away and traveling and being alone, um, it changes you a lot. I think for the better. Obviously, I was a little bit older than you, and I'm yeah. a guy, so I don't want to give advice. Like, obviously, mom's sitting here. <laughs> I'm not advising you to do anything. I'm just telling you my experience, and yeah, it just like you know, they're both equally valuable in life. Depends what you want to be in life, what you want to do, and yeah. what you want to learn. It's um, hard because you really have to think about it and then make the right decision. Um, I think this summer I might travel, which would be really good because I don't really travel much without my parents. I haven't actually. I don't think ever. I don't know. <laughs> But I might go to Spain. Best country in the world. We were going to go to Israel. Not the best country in the world, but it is really good. We've been been a lot of times, so we can give you guys recommendations. I did. We were going to go to Israel. We were going to stay there for like two weeks. And my friend has been there like a million times. And she has family there. So it it was like a good idea of a transition for me to like have a bit of a support system like in the country and also in the same city. So like if we needed them, we'd be they'd be there. But then... We just never planned it. She's very unorganized. So now I think it's Spain, maybe Italy, maybe Greece. Greece is the best country in the world. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Greece is the greatest country in the world. Very safe. (laughs) I will give you every recommendation and like... we, I can plan everything for you guys. We do that trip almost I'm, every year. If you couldn't tell, I'm Greek. Really? So. Yeah, we do. Usually every summer we do a Europe trip. Us and kind of friends join. Usually just us two are the, the core pieces, but... We've done Greece together three times now. Yeah, and they're going this summer again. We're going this summer. We've done Spain. I've done it like seven, eight times. Yeah, but together, how many times have we done it? Oh, four, four probably. Yeah. Uh, Do it again this summer. We've done Italy once. We've done Croatia twice. We do that Mediterranean hotspot. Mm-hmm. We, we usually do every summer. Yeah. Uh, so highly, highly recommend doing that. Well, I really want to. It's just the part of organizing it and... I'm not paying for it. My parents would be paying for it. So I would need their permission. And I think my dad is nervous about me doing things alone because I'm definitely not at the place where I should All right, be. Why, why don't you do this? First, maybe organize a, a night out in Toronto where you go, you pick up the food yourself. Maybe you go to a couple spots in <laughs> Toronto, learn that little independence, come yeah. home, maybe do some laundry alone. I don't know if I could do that. No. <laughs> well, the laundry I don't think I'll ever do. I'll take it somewhere. That's what I you say now. That's works. what you say now. Wait, wait till you get a little bit older. You're gonna be like, ah, I'm not paying you know eight dollars a pound for laundry or whatever the going rate is. It's a lot. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my mom will come and visit me. <laughs> hey, this is good though. This is good because you know a lot of people they they get annoyed at their parents. Like we're we're also same similar to you. We're very very close with our moms. Like we do a mother son trip every year. Uh, we're actually just in the process of planning what our trips might be this we year. We travel with our with our dads too, but they're a little bit tougher to travel with. <laughs> My yeah. dad they're, is very tough to travel. They're very with. particular. They yep. always want to know what's going on. They're like, just chill. We've traveled more than you now. We know what we're doing. A thousand questions. <laughs> oh, oh, are you sure it's not this train? No, I, I booked the ticket. I know it's this train. 
that looks like the right train. Can I tell a story about your dad in Japan with, when we were going for the trains? If you want to. So sure. we're, we're traveling in Japan. We did. Uh, so me and my family went to go. This is during his sabbatical. His time off. We went to go meet him and his family in Japan and China for uh, what was it, a two week trip. It was my birthday. Actually, yeah, almost exactly like three years ago. 27 years. Uh, 27 or 28? 28. So three, yeah. four years ago. So we're traveling. So George, George is a good planner. He's our travel guy. You need something planned. He'll plan it. You know, whatever it's going to cost, add 20 to 30%. That's what it actually costs. But George is good like that. Good planner, bad budgeter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're not a bad budgeter. It's just your numbers are always 30% lower than what they actually cost. So it's technically convince people to come. Yeah, exactly. So now that we know we're good. So he plans this trip. We're we're in Japan. We're getting on. uh, We're going to see the cherry blossoms in like a place in a different part of Japan. It's about a four hour train ride, three hour train ride. So we get to the train station. George has all of our tickets. We're all walking and it's pretty like organized. Okay. The yellow line, you follow. It's very organized. It's the most precise train in the world. It's only ever late by like 10 seconds on a daily basis every single day. Yeah. It's crazy. And like in the train station, you just follow the yellow line and it takes you from like where you got to go to the yellow train line, follow the green to the green, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going and like, George is like, hey, we got to get on the yellow train. And Chris is like, I think it's this way because there's a yellow sign that went. George is like, no, we just got to follow the path. And this is our first time like traveling. Like, and no, like got, it was a train showed up. Like there was a train. Our train was at 1130 and a train showed up at 1129. And yeah. he's like, is this a train? I'm like, it's not the train. Same track, same thing. They all come in the same spot. I'm like, it's not. But it's it not would, the yellow one. It would not be in that minute early. I promise you it's not our train. Dad's like, we got to get on it. George's like, no, we don't. And at this point, I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like, do I trust the dad? Do I trust George? Because George is like my travel guy. Like, what do we, and we're just kind of watching. Like, George gets frustrated at times pretty easily. Very. So then George is like, oh, cheese. And we're like, all right, man, what train do we fucking get? No, they, my dad, they got on. And our dads, our, our parents are like now friends. They're us being friends. Um, our dad's very similar. They both get on. We're like, all right, I'm like, just follow them then, I guess. And we get on and I can see them in this right car looking on their tickets for the seat. And I was like, guys, we're on the wrong train. Just sit in an empty seat. And I can see my dad seeing that there's a, someone in theoretically his seat, sorry, <laughs> which is not his seat because it's not the right train. So I'm like, he goes up to him. I was like, don't, don't, don't talk to him. He's in the right seat. We're on the wrong train. <laughs> He's like, excuse me, my, like my seat and it's Japan. People don't speak English that easily. <laughs> Tries to tell him guys like whatever the conductor's now coming like walking down the train or it's moving he's checking tickets i was like dad don't talk to him just sit in any seat excuse me sir this is my ticket he's in my seat guy goes you're on the wrong train they kicked us off on the next stop we had to wait at that station which was not the right station now so now we're on all the wrong trains anyways i the end i say i told you so and then you know our dads have to tell us well we thought they um anyways i don't know what the moral is the moral (laughs) story is Dads don't know as much yeah, as they Yeah, go out and make your mistakes. You'll figure it out. Yeah. That's it. My dad always thinks he's right. Oh, yeah. Welcome like, to our world. <laughs> airplanes is like, I can't go to the airport with this man. He runs. He actually runs. Well, you can't go with him. You can't go without him. What, I know. You're in a, tri- you're in a tricky <laughs> spot here. That's it. Mom, traveler. that's it. Travel with Michelle and that's Have it. Have you guys ever seen the TikTok? That's like, it's, I guess a girl took it of her dad, like the airport dad. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. It's, so that's me at the airport though. Like that's oh how God. I am. I'm like trying to keep everyone organized. I like... Hands on the hips, looking around the line, talking to her. That's me. Like, I am that. Hopefully, my kids I are sent that to my dad, day. and I was like, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> but worse. Way worse. We kind of got off track a little bit, though. Back to the single. We're talking about the single, right? Single, yeah. Moving to LA. Moving to LA. So, so we're talking about you, less about us. So let's let's pivot back to. George, you bring it back. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the single, because we didn't actually even talk about that yet. 
See what Can, happens? We said like that's mm-hmm. why we ask early because we get derailed. Yeah. And then we don't end up talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love that first song. Came out last month. Are you doing like press? Uh, well, obviously you're doing press. You're here. Uh, any shows that are like align with it? Is it going to be followed by an album? So I think it's going to follow with another single. Um, we're still kind of choosing which one. I think there's like two or three. And I think I'm going to ask tiktok which one they think i should release and whatever does the best then i'll post that one and i don't know i mean i've had obviously some stuff with press but i'm also trying to take it a bit easy right now because i think exams are starting for me you think exams are starting yes i'm not exactly sure (laughs) but i think it's starting around now and because of that we have like the end of year like all of our work and then i think that's it for me i think that's then i then i graduate i don't know i'm not exactly sure but because of that i'm like kind of like i can't go to la right now i'd really like to we were going to plan a trip but i think i have to wait till i graduate what's it like being in high school like when you have obviously like this kind of following a little bit of fame and come out on like do your friends like when you walk through the halls is it like yo like that's her like Well, I know with some of the younger kids at my school, like it is JK to grade 12. So like there's a lot of younger kids. Everyone's younger basically. But um, I think like maybe middle school and grade nine and maybe some of the younger kids, like I've noticed sometimes they'll be like, oh, like that's Asia. Like she sings, whatever. But like with my friends, I don't really talk about it a lot. Like I've tried to more now just because like we're older, like they're more mature to like understand what I do with my like real friends. But like, I don't, I used to see it as bragging because I thought it was like so cool that I was doing all this. And when I was younger, I did not shut up about it at all. And everyone like hated me. And that's literally followed me till now. Like my first day at school, I came in, I sang to my class and that was grade three. <laughs> and I like I, people remember me for that. Like, oh, yeah, she's saying it. like literally walked in like Yeah, presented. you have to. You have to. Your first day of school, you walked in and sang? I, I walked in and I was like, hi, I'm Asia. And then I went to the teacher and I was like, can I please um, sing a song to the class? I want them to know who I am. And so I Yo, sang I them a song. I respect that. They hated me. <laughs> yeah, who cares? They literally hated me. Everybody hates until you make it. And, and that they're all going to be like, oh my God, I remember when she sang in front of our class in grade three. Yeah, they That's exactly literally what people hated say. me. And oh, that summer em. I won the Prez Hilton Can You Sing cover competition. So I also walked in after like, a summer of like interviews on the news like all the parents were like oh my god that girl i saw her on the news this summer like she won a competition super cool and then i had to sing to the class make them hate me even more no man i respect that yeah, yeah. i wish i had a talent don't worry I, I didn't have a good high school either and i turned out all right <laughs> yeah it's almost over i was actually like thinking about it i want to i wanted to release this like album slash like mixtape i guess of every single song that i've written about the awful girls at my school well, yeah, and i was all, like also that like would be all so girls good. schools can be tough right? yeah oh they are they're next level tough like yeah the shit that i have to deal with just to survive in that school is like i mean it's a great school like i just have yeah, a bad grade i guess yeah, i'm mad you put you a bunch of your like, mind too like one thing you i guess I, i've started to, i learned as i got older because you know, there's people that are like mean and bad people and you're not going to be liked if you're a mean or bad person. But there's also people that hate on people that are doing more than them. And I don't know where I saw this, but like no one's going to go and talk crap and 
shit about someone who's not doing as much because you know you're not gonna punch down. That makes you look like a weak person. Yeah. So they're gonna try and take you down to their level. I'm sure I'm not telling you something that you don't know. I posted seen something ha- like that today or yesterday. Similar. Yeah. You post something on your on your story. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I didn't see that from that. I actually, like I saw it. Like, I was thinking about it recently. Maybe it was my girlfriend told me. Someone told me. Someone said something because I was get. I was feeling like kind of down one day and like. Like, no one's going to, yeah, criticize you if you're doing less than them. They're going to do it if you're doing more, right? So Yeah, well, it's even worse because I'm so confident and, like, I will not take it. Like, I literally will just go up to their face and I can't, I'm, like, I'm just too direct. Like, I'm confident and I'm very social and I don't have, yes. Be good. And so the issue with that is that when they talk about me or, like, have an issue, I'll, like, go up to them and be like, if you have something to say, say it to my face or shut up. And that makes them hate me even more. Have you ever been in a fight? A real fight? Like yeah. a... I think uh-oh, so. Uh-oh. Mom's and mom's <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> I Give think... me a fear. Pull, the, pull it a yeah, little bit say, closer. Close, yeah. So like, I think... Pull it towards you like this. Yeah. This is a little bit... Yeah. So I think like maybe at a party I may have fought somebody. I may have fought somebody. Powell's exclusive. It's not the best <laughs> exclusive I've ever had because now she's going to be in trouble. No, she knows everything. Uh, yeah. Um. The... the thing i posted the other day so oh, i reposted it for someone you might not realize it now but other people are watching the things you're doing each time that you show up you're giving someone a reason to push forward when you feel like you're taking the easy road just remember that your choice is always bigger than just you so it's not the same but it's also one of those kind of ideas that like yeah you know just keep going and you know it doesn't something motivational yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's moving though right because again sometimes you feel that like oh people hate me blah 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 and it's like again it's just because you're doing something if you're not doing something, there's no reason to talk about you. There's no reason yeah. to hate. There's no reason to do anything because you're not doing anything. Well, they don't hate me. They hate the what fact, I do. Yeah, like, you, the they fact hate that you're that doing I am something. Me. Yeah. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you another thing too on that same topic. Rick's my best friend. He is getting allegedly, not allegedly, he is factually getting big on TikTok. I hate his TikToks. I criticize him all the time. But who am I to tell him to stop doing it if it makes him happy, makes him income, whatever it is? I and I'm aware I'm giving you advice that I'm also hypocritical because I criticize people that I'm close with that I'm like why are you doing this but I I don't do it to bring I'm not trying to bring them down I just like oh I wouldn't do that but again if you're happy doing it it shouldn't matter what anyone else thinks and I'm sure you know that as well because you seem to be pursuing what you do care and that's the thing too you're doing it at like like you know the right age you have seem to have the wherewithal to like realize I'm young I have the opportunity and the time and the talent like you don't want to look back and say, oh, I listened to these people, so I didn't do it. And now I could have, what could have been, right? That's yeah. the worst thing. That's why I like took that trip when I wanted to. I know I, I was working out a pretty decent career at that point. I just left. I said, and I had my family, to, like, like that kind of mix going on. So I had to let, kind of let them down a little bit. But honestly, in the end, it worked out. But I was like, I want to do this. It makes me happy. doesn't matter what else thinks. Yeah, well, I do get do a lot of like criticism. And I think it doesn't come from like hate. Like I'll have random people sometimes be like, oh, the stuff you post is weird. Why do you post that? I'll be like, oh, well, it's for my music. I don't, like I'm not an influencer. I don't post because I enjoy like so much about sharing like all the parts of my life. But like the only way for people to get to know me is through the screen. So either I stop music, which is what I love, or I post stuff that people might find weird. And like, I don't have time to sit there and like listen or think about it, even though I think I listen more than I'd like to say that I do. Like I definitely filter some of the stuff that I post where like I'm a weird person, I would say like I do whatever I want and I don't care what people think. But like I think as I've grown up, it's kind of come back a bit more than I'd like to admit. 
at the end of the day, you're you're so young where it's you should just post what you want and who cares what other people think? Because at the end of the day, you are a unique person. You are you. There's only one you in this world. And what makes you you is exactly what you said. You might be weird, you might do this, you that. When you start filtering things out, you become more like other people. Yeah. Which and is I don't not blend. Good. You yeah, you don't want to blend. You want to stand out. And I say this all the time. Like everybody, even if two people are very similar, they're also very different. Because there are certain unique characteristics about each individual person that make them them. So you can have twins that grew up the same. They look the same. They're identical. But they're also so different in the way, in, in certain characteristics and certain things that they do. And you don't know that until you really get to meet them. How do you get to meet people these days? Online. Through, mm -hmm. through social media. Through, well, obviously in person. But lately that hasn't been as big of a thing as it hasn't been in past years. And considering you're just kind of really starting your career that you haven't had a chance to do live shows, meet and greets and all these things. So don't worry about it. And uh, again, you can do what you want, but I wouldn't say worry about what other people think because again, who cares? They're not you. They're, yeah. When you go to bed at night, you put your head on the pillow. They're not you. You're you. Do what you, makes you happy. Post what you want to post and F everybody else. I just really want to graduate. That's it. I just graduate. Go I to just, LA. I keep saying to my mom, like the second that I get out of that, I will be able to have so much more like freedom and like, I won't care as much. I feel like I have like social issues with some of the girls in my school, like big ones where like I haven't been to school in a while because I just, first of all, I don't like going to school. It's really boring, but. Um, Says every 17, 18 year old yeah. in the world. Yeah, but like going there, it's just like, I don't feel good when I'm there because no one makes me feel good. So like That's I'll tough. stay yeah, home, hang out with my mom a lot and I enjoy that. And so the school is obviously like, what are you doing? Like you need to finish, like come to school. And so I haven't really been, but like the second that I'm out and I don't have to see those girls ever again, I feel like there will automatically be like a weight lifted off my shoulders and I'll just be so much more like creative yeah, and like, like fun. That was like my high school experience. My high school didn't end well. Like it was cool when I was in, it was fun. Um, I'm going to be called like a late bloomer in terms of like my, my social abilities. <laughs> like Jack Harlow song? What's, what song? I don't know. It says something about late bloomer. Oh, I don't know. I but yeah, like I, I always knew when I was in school, mind you, again, for myself, I didn't have the same maybe self-awareness. Like I was, I maybe thought I was cooler than I was in certain things. So I was a bit of like, I guess you say cocky at times rather than confidence. Um, but like my experience ended poorly and then I went to Western and I had the best time of my life and then I finished Western the best time after that. And every year, to me, like, I don't look backwards. Your life got so amazing once you met me. I don't know. I don't know how this happened. I mean... <laughs> You can say that, I guess, but I mean, I'm the best year that I that I had, I was by myself traveling the world. So <laughs> you tell me, uh, no, I like the thing is too is like you know at the end of the day, as shitty as it is, it does help shape you and make you the person you are. Yeah. It's all it's all perspective too, right? And again, maybe I'm telling you something you know, but like I was actually having this conversation with my girlfriend the other day. Like I didn't enjoy the way high school ended. Like I, you know. Just it left a bitter taste in my mouth. And then I looked back on that and I would say, well, I'm going to do these like great things and like everyone's going to kind of regret it, if you will. But then I was like, why does it matter? And then it took me a while to even realize, realize this. I'm like, why does it matter? Why am I trying to like get back at people or do things for like those reasons? Like that doesn't matter. They are not relevant. They don't exist. But this, like the things that I learned, if I look back, okay, they were mean, but did I do something wrong? There's maybe a chance that in their reality that I did something to affect them mm -hmm. that I didn't consider. So I can sit here and say, it's their fault or I can say this happened it's not good or bad it just happened it's a fact and what can I take out of it to make me a better person going forward and again that's one of the things that like took even took me a while like through my 20s to figure that out that like you know whether something good or bad happens to you like it, it's 
good or bad is subjective. It's how you put it in perspective and what you take out of it, right? So these girls, it might be, I don't want to say a bad word. They might be mean. Um, but at the end of the day, it's probably, you know, it could be pushing you to get out of there faster and do certain things. It might guide you to the next, to, to greatness. You never know, right? So Well, I always say like, this stuff is like so annoying and it sucks, but like at least I'll get some good songs out of it. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Like that's the good part about being a singer and a musician and I write all the time. And so every single time these things happen to me, I literally just like, I'll write it down and be like, this is what I'm going to write about. And it'll be a great song. I just wrote like this amazing song I'm so excited about. Literally about a specific situation that happened at school right before the trip. The day before I went to LA, this awful thing happened. I like cried the entire day. It was like the worst day. And then I wrote a really good song. So did you like chant? So you channeled it after you felt really good. Like right now, thinking about it, the day probably sucked. Oh, but that song you're really pumped about. Well, yeah, I always say like, even when I am sitting there and like crying and I'm like, you know what? Like I'm done. I'm so done. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Like I'll write a really good song and then you guys will be embarrassed because everybody will know it's about you. Oh, so though this is not a this is not like a subtle like <laughs> not <laughs> no like her head. I was talking about like with my mom I tell she knows everything and we just like laugh about some of these things but like I was saying to her like the kind of promo I could do on TikTok the girl that the song is specifically about her name starts with a B and I was like <laughs> holy oh. I was gonna say I was like, okay, wow, gonna and I was like gonna post a TikTok and be like let's just pretend her name is B as in like B E A and be like this girl did this like thing and give the specifics and be like, and I wrote a song about it. Here you go. And like, let them, she follows me. She'll see it. <laughs> like she knows. She knows. She should know. That'd be a pretty funny clip. I don't want to. No, but it's, it's also, it's one. that, um, that story I've been telling recently about the, um, uh, the farmer. Yeah. The, uh, the Asian. It's a, um, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's an, it's like, um, a metaphor for life. Yeah. Um, I had a thought. Are you gonna tell the farmer story? No. Okay. Yeah, no, because I've said it so many times, yeah, but it's, yeah. I'll tell you offline after. But it's it's a good way to think about these bad situations. Um, the creative process. As we ask a lot of the musicians when they come, and we always get the best answers, and they're always so random too. Uh, but I think yours is kind of what you just said. Something happens in your life, you write down the idea for a song, then it's just kind of go from there. Or do you work with other people and say, "Hey, this is an idea I have. I want to write a song." Or do you just kind of do everything yourself? So. I mostly work in LA when it comes to writing because Jimmy is someone that I write with a lot. And I also like to work with other people like in a room with like multiple people just to be able to like get the ideas and like make a song with like multiple people and make it the best that it can be. So like usually I'll walk in and they're like, so like tell me about your life. And I'm like, okay, wait, like we're going to have to sit down for this (laughs) one. Like give them a good like 30 minute breakdown of what happened. They need names. They need specifics. And then we start writing and we'll usually like, I'll tell them what kind of angle I want to go from. So like the song I wrote recently about that situation, I wanted to go from like a, how did you grow up like that? Like who made you how awful? And like, how do you sleep? The song is basically talking about how do you sleep at night when like you're this bad, when you're like not a good person. And so the idea was to like go from that angle, like, okay, I'm hurt, but like you're messed up. And so I usually create that like kind of idea in my mind. I'm also more like an angrier, sad person. Okay. 
like I'll say like I usually <laughs> go for like a more revenge kind of version <laughs> than like a oh like let's I, be sad about it. I just it. picture you writing in like the burn book like Mean Girls kind oh, of thing. My like, notes whenever something like I this came happens, up from school. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan did this. Blah blah blah. Like, oh yeah, like even like when I get in fights with my parents, like I'll go upstairs and I'll like start writing like in my notes, being like I'll make like just different words that I like hate hate it's literally just like so angry or like i mean i get i get sad sometimes too so i'll write like different ideas and stuff you get sad every now and then but mostly hate (laughs) well the sadness usually turns into anger and the sadness usually comes from being social or fights with my parents there's not really much else that i get i mean probably i don't know (laughs) i don't think about it that much but like if i do get sad it usually then turns into either like motivation like if i get upset about like I don't know, something with music or anything. Like, I'll just start off and be like, oh, this sucks. And then it becomes, yeah, like, what are we going to do about it? Like, let's fix this. And then, yeah, I don't know. But I do, like, I think about the music a lot just because it's always like, what's next? What am I doing next? Like, I'm young and I want to, like, continue going. And, like, I'm probably going to be doing this for a long time. So, like, I'm always thinking about the next step. So whenever I'm, like, having an emotion, it's always, like, what kind of song can I do with this? So, I was gonna say it makes sense. Though. Like something happens in your life, you you feel something. You want the music to reflect that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll write songs about random stuff too. Like, okay. I don't even like. Sometimes I'll just like literally write a song about like the day, like the day I'm having so far. Like, not eventful, not anything. Just like that's what I'm doing today, and I've done that in sessions before. Like, I'm happy. I went shopping. I got this new. I don't know. And sometimes I'll also write about like just thinking about the people that are going to listen to it. Sometimes I'll try and write a song about like motivating them to want to do something like a while ago. I wrote this song about like you need to be yourself and like powerful and like be you and be confident. Like there's no reason that you should not feel good about yourself. Yeah, that was but I don't feel bad about myself. It was more thinking about like the person listening. Sure. Have you known you always wanted to be a singer like your entire life or um, was it grade three when you came in singing you knew that you wanted to be a singer? Well, I think I've always been singing. I mean, I don't remember obviously my young days because that's a blackout for me. <laughs> but um, I remember when I was super young, I would always be singing. I think I started singing at six, maybe younger. I have... My dad has a CD of me singing. My first time in the studio was about six and it's like Baby by Justin Bieber. And so I know that I grew up loving music and I also was good at it. And so I felt really cool. Like all the moms and everyone would be like, oh my God, she's so good. And that definitely made me keep going. And then I would sing for like my parents' friends. Anybody that walked in the door, apparently I was singing, which I wouldn't do now, but um I think it's always been something I've loved, especially because I was good at it. I loved that. And then I've just, I can't imagine what I'd be doing. Like I have so much time, even though I do music. So like, what would, I don't know what people do that don't have like a specific thing that they're like motivated or interested in. I can tell you a lot of people just watch TV and do nothingness. Yeah, but I do that all the time. That's true. Like if I, if I said I take an hour a day just to focus on something for music and I don't go to school much, then I have like 23 hours and I don't sleep much either. I go to bed super late. How, how much you sleep on a nightly basis? Well, the thing is, I went on tour when I was thir- 
no, I wasn't 13, 15 maybe. I think it was like, it was right before COVID-ish. And so since then, I've been like conditioned to like be fine after like three hours of sleep. And so I sometimes go to bed at like 5 a.m., wake up at 8 and like have to go to school. I've done that before. And then I come home and I take a nap and it's great. But like <laughs> I can sleep. <laughs> I take uh, lots of naps. That's said by a 17 year old. I love yeah. it. Yeah, but I can go to bed like and wake up and be perfectly fine. Like I have this friend and he needs like he goes to bed at like 12 and he has to be up at eight. And I'm like, why do you need so much sleep? Eight hours? Like, you'll, you'll figure it yeah, out. You'll, you'll figure it out. I'll like trust you. I don't know. Like, I feel like especially what I want to be doing, like I want to be touring for until I'm like, I drop dead. Like, I don't imagine not wanting to tour. It's just like the happiness that it gave me, like being on the road and like getting to perform like that. I don't think I'll ever stop. Meaning I'll need to live off of like three hours of sleep. Forever. Yeah. Tell us about the tour. Well, I went on two. So the first one I did grade nine. I would say I think it was grade nine. And I was still going to high school. And it was like the craziest experience. I had no idea what to think of it. Like it was like when I think of it, it's like a dream because I it just feels so weird to, to be on tour and like you're actually getting to meet the people like before that, I had no well, no faces to put. Like when I think of my audience, I can I literally have the image of the crowd that I saw, specific faces that of people I met. And it was not a regular tour. It was like very face to face, so a lot more like casual and like the family version. Like the the people I went on tour with were like amazing people, which you don't usually get. Like you get, usually have bad things from your tour, but like everything was perfect. Like I can't imagine changing anything besides let's do it again and so like it was just performing I think it was like Thursday Friday Saturday and sometimes Sundays and I'd fly home and I'd go to work I mean school school School, I think of it as morning but um (laughs) yeah and then I go to school for the week and then went right back out flying like back and forth that was like I I don't even remember it like if I think of it like that like blur it's a blur I don't remember going to the classes like I don't remember anything but it was like the best time of my entire life. And then I went on another one and that one was like even better. Like I didn't have to come home for a while. I think I stayed out for a while. I don't even remember. Like it's literally a blur. It's like a dream. I can't remember any details besides the times that I was on stage. Like that's it. And so it was like just like the most amazing thing. And like I've been itching to go away again and just get on tour where were the two tours? Like, where was the one, you're, the one you're flying back and forth on the weekends? Where So, it's it was a U.S. tour. I don't remember. I think there was a Toronto show, but that was, like, the only show that was in Canada. And then it was, like, all in the U.S. Like, the places we went to, like, it's crazy. I would have never gone there in my entire life. Like, we went to Des Moines. Um, I don't Des Moines even remember. Iowa? I don't know. I think it was Des Moines in Iowa? Iowa? Yeah. That's I right. That is random. Went. I've been. We've been to a oh, lot yeah. of states. That we, I don't think we've been through Iowa. Like we drove like all the way through, and it was like the weirdest, craziest thing. And like the people we met, like just so different, but they're like so close. It's so weird. I've also like never really traveled around Canada, which I want to, but like it's so weird to think like in the same country, people are so different. Like their culture is different, only a few hours away, and like I really got to see that, and like appreciate it and like learn it which was like really really cool what was uh i guess favorite show on either tour 
Oh God. Okay. Or which so, one that you can remember that you really liked? Well, I can't remember specific. I do remember the last show of the first tour that was in Miami. And then my whole family came out because I think it was like a long weekend or something. And so my whole family, like my siblings, my cousins, my grandparents were there. I remember that night my grandfather like got hurt and that kind of like made the day negative. But not that I blame him, of course, that was not his fault. But I just remember he like slipped or something. And like everybody got to meet the people I just spent so much time with. Like I went with a boy band, which was super crazy for me because I went to an all girls school. I never... I mean, like I definitely had guys that were friends, but like spending so much time with boys that were also so much older, like I was like a sister and it was crazy and so much fun. And then my brother got to meet them. My brother's like, he's in grade nine now. So he was like a little child hanging out with like 20 year olds. And like, it was so cool. And then it was like, we were so close by the end of the tour that like I went out, I went out during their set and like sang one of their songs because by then I knew it. And like, they also had like dances and like I learned one of the dances and I did it with them on stage. And then we had to say bye and it was actually really sad. I think I cried. And then, you know, it was just like the best because we were like, oh my God, it's over. So happy, but so sad. It was like leaving camp. I, I could imagine that. Yeah. It was really, really crazy. Say your goodbyes, give everyone hugs, everyone's crying. It was really sad. And we had like a group chat that we tried to continue on Snapchat, but like I'm the only one that snaps all the time. So <laughs> they used to be. Well, they're, they're what, 25 now, give or take. So mm-hmm. the Snapchat's fading for them. Yeah. Well, for me, like I've grown up with Snapchat. Like I'm almost, I'm over a million um, points or whatever it's called. And I've just. You have a million points on Snapchat. Like a million one hundred thousand. So that means is that, I don't, that my so that a, a million. So that's a million interactions. So either video sent, picture sent, received, or whatever. I wonder what each, mine would have been. Each interact. I'm at like I use Snapchat probably more than you did, or equally as amount, and I'm at like a hundred. I used it a lot. So maybe you would have been a little. I don't know, but I used it a lot. But I got off it. My cousins. So my cousins are probably. Like, I see your, someone at like five hundred thousand. I'm like, holy crap, that's insane. Yeah. Well, I All snap my, like four hundred people. So like, wait, you send it to 400, like everything you like, no, I'll say like once a week, I probably snap around 300 to 400 people. That is wild. And then I snap a lot of people a day. I'll say I probably send like 2000 snaps a day. How long has Snapchat been around for? Seven years? Eight years? Uh, we were in university when it came out. Probably. So let's say 10 years, give or take. It's if you have a million, a longer. let's just use tanks. It's around. So yeah, You're at a yeah, million. Yeah. That means it's a hundred thousand a year. That means it's give or take 10,000 points a month, roughly. That means that's 2,500 points a week, give or take. Mm-hmm. So you're, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. So that's 2,500 interactions a week on Snapchat. That's crazy. And probably more because <laughs> I got Snapchat when I turned 11 and I'm 18. So seven, seven years. I can't do the math right now, but. I got it right at the that, beginning. That's a lot. That is a lot, yeah. And I definitely didn't snap that much. I probably had like four friends when I first yeah. got it. I have a question. What is the most used app amongst like. I was people? literally just. Gonna, I was going to ask her favorite, but yeah. No, like what, what do people. Your, I guess what do people your age <laughs> use the most? So. We're aging ourselves. There's here. actually this I'm new app. I think from like an investment purpose. You guys should get <laughs> what it. What stock should I buy? It's new and it's called Be Real. I know Be Real. So when you take photos of other people, they can't take. You can't. There's no selfie camera on it. No, it is. So you take a picture of something and at the same time it takes a picture of you and it's supposed to be oh. like 
this version of social media that's not so fake it's not about like the numbers or anything and it's just supposed to be like the it's like snapchat but less yeah yeah and so you can't see other people's posts till you post and you have to post every day you can post one a day yeah right you can only post one a day and then you can see everybody else's posts and so people will take like the most random pictures and whatever and like I've actually, I was like one of the people that I would say started it in my grade because I got it in December and everybody got it this week. So it's like the new thing. And I only got it because my friend that goes to Western was like, you need to get this app and you need to post and look at me every day. And I was like, okay. So I did. And now everybody's getting it. So right now that's like the rage in my age be right now. Be real. I, I, I told you about it. So one that raised a hundred million dollars back when um, there was Be Real and there was another one, two photo sharing apps that are like more authentic it's the they were actually so it actually launched like be real came out uh probably a year and a half ago it was it came out it's a, it's a french app it came from france it like built slow traction and then about probably around this time a year ago they raised this is i don't know if you know the tech space but they raised a hundred million dollar valuation which is a very valuable company for being a year old and it's like the, the biggest thing right now like everybody <laughs> yeah. like everyone's using it but besides that like that's the rage right now but like snapchat everybody's on it i can see every five minutes people are on their phones like i, I can see their location so that's definitely so you're like in your school let's say your age snapchat is used more than instagram more than tiktok more than everything like- instagram is like special you don't go on instagram unless you have to post something very special or to comment like oh so pretty like the fakest stuff on people's <laughs> posts like short facebook stuff <laughs> <and> stuff <laughs> Like, or if you want to stalk someone, like when I have this friend and she was like stalking this girl yesterday, she goes on her Instagram, her Visco, which I actually don't use Visco, her TikTok. And I never understood Visco. It's just I like, used it a bit. Me neither. It's I don't just, I actually I used it don't for myself. Like I, had no one, I didn't follow anyone. No one followed me. I just posted like my like pictures that I liked that for like were of like travel stuff. Why didn't you just post it on Instagram? Because I just, I, I don't know. I like, I'm someone that I don't love to flood. Like, I don't know. I just, I liked it. It looks nicer. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I guess it's like, yeah, enough. but people my age just use it to post like pictures they don't want to post on Instagram, but they still look good in or like. So it's like, it's like their Finsta, if you will. Yeah. But like yeah. less, less like filled, like in like when you post on your Finsta, you post like ugly stuff and like they don't care. This goes like, you know, people click this link to stalk you and see what you look like. That's why. So like they post their Man, good stuff. Man, I am we. Like, I do. This is crazy. Yeah? This I don't. Did we do it? Like we didn't do this when we were. Because Visco is around and, and it's like it's all around when we were. The only reason I know what Visco is because I dated a girl from Norway and she had a Visco. And, and she it was, probably it was, posted. It was like her. So no, many she didn't post that much, but it was her link in bio. Oh. And I would click it occasionally, and then I'd be like, "Why do you? Why don't you just post this on Instagram? Like this is a really nice picture." She's like, oh, they don't have the filters on Instagram. I was like, yeah, but why don't you just filter it on Visco and then post it on Instagram? She's like, well, I post it on Visco. I don't need to post it on Instagram. I'm like, but that's I weird. I would, I would edit on Visco and take it to Instagram after. Yeah, but like that, a, that's what if you're using it. But like, I post pictures. I take pictures of like architecture, travel, or beach. I'm like, I don't want to flood my Instagram with pictures, pictures of beaches. Yeah, that's it's probably such she, an aesthetic Visco. That yeah, mine was pretty cool. I don't, that's I don't fair. understand it. Like, I yeah. think I may have made an account like years ago because everyone was like, you have to get it, and I was like. Like what, what? What am I putting on this? I don't have yeah. time to manage Snapchat. Instagram. Whoa! What are you talking about? You said you have so much time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy. Energy, that's a better word. Or the one. want, the want to do it. That's so crazy. I remember, like, I was in. Uh, I think it was like I was in Greece a few summers ago, and I have, like I said, I have cousins, like my second cousins, but they're around your age, 
in and around that range, like let's say middle school up to high school, not even university. And um, I remember once I was like trying to make plans with one of them and I texted them. They don't respond. I'm like, like, do you guys not answer your phones? They're like, well, you have to Snapchat us. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, guys, I'm like 10 years older than you. I have Snapchat, but I'm not adding you to my Snapchat. You are kids. I'm not doing that. Answer my text messages. They're like, no, messages on Snapchat. I was like, what world are we living in? And then I started to see like more like younger people that only use Snapchat to communicate. Mm-hmm. That That's how I know when, when a girl comments on my TikToks, like, what's your snap? That's how I know she's too young for me. That's like my, that's my, my deciding factor. What's your snap? I literally respond like, I'm too old for you. Yeah. That's it. That's my, that's my cutoff. That's my cutoff. If you're still, if you're using Snapchat more than Instagram, too young for me. That's it. What is your favorite app to use though? Is it, is it Snapchat? Well, there's different things. I like (laughs) to scroll through TikTok because you get a million things. Plus it actually helps me. Like I'll look and I'll see like other people that are doing music and they'll post stuff. Like I follow a bunch of other like music creators on TikTok, And I like look at that for like inspiration on like how to do a good post. Cause it's like so much thought to post something that's like actually quality content. And then I like to look at like fashion stuff on TikTok. I also really like watching people eat on tiktok really like, mukbang yes like when people like oh i hate i can't no i love it i, I know people on instagram like, too i watch like the reels and i search up like mukbang like asmr like just eat and i want to watch really when i can't sleep that's what i that's I, what I, 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 I i don't know why it here watching people eat i don't know why it irks me so much i had no idea what mukbang was until about six months ago maybe a year ago Really? And yeah, uh, Nad and Eden told to be me. You big on YouTube. I, I, so I, I had no idea. I wasn't, I'm not a YouTube guy. You know oh, I'm a big right? YouTube guy. So I had no idea what it was. And someone's like, yeah, you just go and you watch people eat. I'm like, why would you do this? Like, what's what's the like, what's the value to this? Like, what do you get as this? Like, I don't know. Just people do this. And I'm watching. Like, some of these mukbang people have like millions of followers. Yeah. And they just sit there with, you know, a six-piece nugget meal and large Coke and a McFlurry on the side and boom, million of hits. I'm like, are you kidding me? And they get it for free. Like, oh, they're they getting get paid. They're getting paid. And like, it's like they this guy's dream here. Well, I, to I wish. That is not my dream. <laughs> you're paying millions of bucks to eat some nuggets? I have a nickname. Just so for context, Rick, how did this start? I made a Finsta for you a long no, time ago. So, some, I have, so I have long hair. I've had it for the last few years. At one point, I, like, I guess it was nice. And one of my buddies or something said, you look like Brad Pitt. And I was like, no, I don't. Like, that's weird. And one of my buddies is like, yeah, more cousin. like my cousin, who's one of my best friends. He's like, more like Fat Pitt. Because <laughs> I'm a bit chubbier. Oh. Anyways, it doesn't bother me. But then Ricky made an account. I made a Finsta at Fat him. Pitt. And he would just post pictures of me eating food. It was, honestly, I don't mind. It doesn't bother it's me. It's funny. Like, it's kind of funny. But what were we going about with Fat Pitt? Or he's my dream job. I don't actually like love eat. Like, I mean, yeah, anyways, whatever. You watch him eat, and it looks like he loves it. <laughs> I love food. Like, I, my dad is also, he really likes making food. Like, mainly, like, Italian. They're just heavy. Just he- anything heavy, he likes to make it. Like, we eat ribs, steak, and he's really good at it. So, I've grown up eating, like, quality food for our dinners. And, like, because of that, we also talk about food all the time. And so, like, because of that, I've grown up with, like, an understanding and, like, appreciation for, like, good food. Although I have like a really bad fast food habit as well. Yeah. But like I like food a lot. And so like watching people eat food is just as fun because I'm like, mm, yeah. I want to try that tomorrow. Like I literally have on my Snapchat memories, 
when I can't sleep and I'm watching these mukbangs and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat that tomorrow. I put, I have a note, like a note Snapchat memory being like, um, corn dogs. I got corn dogs from this place. I saw the people. The Korean corn dogs or whatever. Yeah. I've never I ordered had them. them yesterday. They they're actually not that good, but they're really fun to watch people eat them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know that. I, that's I see that all the time. Yeah. Like, these look kind of good. They, they're not that good. No. But like when you watch, it's fun to like eat. And so okay. I was really excited. I wrote that one down. And then there was like so many other things just in this one picture. It's like a black picture with like a bunch of food <laughs> notes. on it. Okay. That's um, like, I was going to say one thing. That's like my family too. So I grew up the same way. My dad is like an, ex- my, both my parents cook, but my dad is an exceptional cook. Like very, very, very good. He takes it very seriously. Like we go over family dinners now on Tuesday. My siblings are all older. They're both yeah. married. So we all come together on Tuesdays and he like so proud to tell us the whole menu and what he's made and all this. And like, we love it. We love it for him. And we're not, we're very grateful because we, like my sister has a daughter now who's one. She's eating like lamb chops at like, one, like she has like the, and she eats. Um, but I'm the same way as well. Like my fast food habit is terrible. I will eat like a nice stay at home and then like I can go eat fast food and just eat like crazy, like fast food, junk food, whatever. My dad hates it. Like it's My dad really... will not, we never had McDonald's as kids. My dad would not let us, like not never, but like my mom would take us. My mom was like, well, don't worry. My dad would be like, you're not eating that stuff. It's junk. And mom's like, we'll go after school, don't worry. My dad and, appreciates like a good burger. Like if we go to McDonald's, we don't actually go, we order. Yeah. But like he'll get like a... Leave it at the door, eh? What does he get? <laughs> a quarter pounder with cheese. um, Double patty. And then we do order Holy Chucks. You guys have to have that. Yeah, I actually know the owners good. of Holy Chucks. There's a buddy of mine. Or what? I don't know if they still... Anyways, yeah, I know who he is. That's a good burger that we get. We like pizza. Like we do have like fast food, but my dad only likes good fast food like he has an issue with me going out to a party or whatever coming home and like ordering a pizza for myself or like getting mcdonald's yeah, like same okay to both of you though uh death row meals what are they that's hard okay so you might yeah, that's hard <laughs> but okay so <laughs> i've been waiting for this question all day <laughs> you might judge me for this just no, because it's super stupid but my dad has these things whenever we have like dinner parties or whatever he has these pucks of caviar that he buys in bulk and he has these little pancake things and then creme fraiche. And whenever he has these parties and I can't go because I have another party to go to with my friends, he'll leave it for me to come home and eat. That is very Which nice. is actually super sweet. He like oh, leaves me a bit left over because I'm like, how come you're not opening it early? Like I complain about it because I really, really love it. He doesn't just let me eat caviar. So I think I would like a big thing of like the pancakes with the fresh and then the, the caviar. I would really like to eat that. I like mint chocolate chip ice cream, so I'd want that. That's the oh, best flavor of ice cream. Yeah. The best flavor. <laughs> Sorry. But I also like the ice cream that's vanilla, and then you dip it in the chocolate at the ice cream truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are classic. Soft service classic. So okay. I'd, I'd go on, and then I also would want... <laughs> I like this. It's a lot a of good, thought. No, this is a good answer. This is yeah. a great Keep answer. Well, I, want, I, like, I don't I need to eat answers. all of it, but I want to take Try a something. bite out of yeah, everything. No, that's fair. You're going to die, so death row meal, yeah. Exactly. Also, like if I eat a lot, it's not like it's going to do anything. I'm dying in a few hours anyways. Like who cares? It's, it's so crazy. I've asked this question to at least 50 people in the last year, at least, probably more, and I get the worst answers. Like my answer, I'm like, mm, you know, I probably get like a salad with like light Caesar dressing. I was like, like What's the reason behind that? Well, you know what? Like, you know, just I, I enjoy eating those right now. I'm like, yeah, but if you're gonna die, like, like I would eat everything. Oh, I couldn't. Well, yeah, I'd add chicken to it. 
I'm like, really? You're gonna die? That's what you want to eat? Like, you go on boring no. dates, buddy. That, that's I a would cry if that's what they gave me. I would sometimes I'd be like, oh, you know, I had this really good burger once, so I'd probably want a burger. I'm like, but like from where? Oh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I'm like, what oh, was the best Holy burger Chuck's you burger. Yeah, like you're that. giving me like which, details. Which Holy Chuck's you go to the one on? You guys, where are you? We so oh, they're in the city. No, they're in the city. I order things. I of don't. Oh you yeah, the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't like to go places. I like it when it comes right to me. And so I don't know, but it's a place near. My old orthodontics place. See, I'm young, young, young and St. Clair. So it's near there, I think. Talking about the Holy Chuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's right on St. Clair. It's on uh, Young Street. Yeah. It's the original location. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, rem- I remember going there a really long time ago when I was young. And so they just have really good burgers. So they're the... Um, so I know the the owner's like a friend of a friend. Um, we play in a golf tournament for... Uh, uh, like we know someone... I know someone who passed away. It's like a memorial tournament. And uh, holy chuck, it's the best tournament every year. It's sponsored by, they're all like younger, you know, Greek guys, Italian guys. So like we know restaurant people, food people, beverage people. So when you first get to the tournament, it's at Richmond Hill Golf Course. The lunch is catered by holy chuck. So oh my you get God. unlimited holy chuck's burgers. And the and milkshakes. Then, yeah. They're and then so Dairy good. Queen does like the sponsor of the first hole. So you get free bl- uh, <laughs> blizzards at the first hole. Yeah. Like the and euros at the, like the ninth hole. That would be it's heaven. Yeah, it's amazing. It, all it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good. Okay, it's a. Good, I know. It, okay, it's a good turn. Okay, I thought you're implying me. It's heaven. Like, no, yeah. no. It's, Sorry, <laughs> you're like, oh, it is. Um, Wait, George, what else? you, me, you. I feel yeah. like you had more place things you wanted to eat in your on death row. Well, I mean, I've definitely put you have a caviar, on. holy chucks, chocolate um, dip cone, mint chocolate chip. Yeah. Um, I would also want my dad to like make a, a meal. I like it when he makes. Um, what's that fish that? Dad made on your birthday. I was oh, I was gonna guess that for some reason. I was yeah. like, I just had this thought in my head of like Branzino, good Branzino. Yeah, he made it really good, and I've remembered it since then. So I would want that, but not that much. You got expensive taste here. Eh? I was just gonna throwing, say like well, just throwing this out here. <laughs> caviar and like Branzino. You're in for a rude awakening no. when you go to LA by yourself. <laughs> yeah. eh? Fuck it. Gonna no, be fish fun. tacos three nights a week. My dad will visit me. Oh, when he comes to LA with me. It is actually like I he probably puts on like ten pounds. He eats his way through LA. Like it's it's that. next level. Yeah. Respect. The paparazzi actually recognized him once because he kept going to all of the good restaurants. And he was like, Do I know you? And he was like I've been I've been here a couple times. <laughs> My dad was like, I forget the comment he made, but he was like, Yeah, I was in that porno a few years ago. Like <laughs> like, like he was a famous porn star. Yeah. He thought it was funny. I was that really is hilarious. Nervous. That is objectively hilarious. I'm gonna start saying that. What time was that? At? That's gonna be one of our clips. Um, George, <laughs> that's funny. Your My death uh, row meal. Your death row meal. Uh, probably Shake Shack. That's it. Well, hold on. Okay, simmer down. <laughs> you have to go for it. Um, that's so. F- um, so, Shake Shack for sure. Um, my dad makes there's a Greek soup. It's called Avulemano. It's like it's like a Chicken soup with like egg in it. It's um, incredible. It's the best thing in the world. I'd have that. What's it called? Avro lemono. It's like, it means egg. It means lemon egg. Is it a cold soup? No, it's hot. Like it's a hot soup, but it's like you basically, it's like chicken soup essentially with rice or or orzo and chicken. But then like you whip, you beat an egg and you put it in. So it's a little bit like creamy. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay. Incredible. Um, Lately, I'd probably I'd probably do a pizza because like lately I've like the last like year or two I've been like hooked on pizza. From where? I'd probably say somewhere in New York City, realistically. But if I had to go somewhere here, you're uh, making my job easier. That's you're doing a great job, by the way. 
asking the yeah, question. Really where, grilling me. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm on the spot on my own podcast here. Man, you ha- 100%. You're going to die. This is your last um, meal. And it should be from New York. You don't have to make it from Toronto because you Yeah, yeah. Like I it. would get like one of the famous New York ones. Probably like I've never. It's so hard though. I haven't tried them all yet. But like what's the one we had? Prince Street? What do we have there? Or what's the one? I Isn't can't the remember. Isn't pizza just really good everywhere? Yeah, there's a, there's a few really, really memorable places. I can't remember the name. Prince Street's one of the, like, the famous ones there. Yeah. And there's the one, uh, Luca, Luca, the guy. Anyways, it doesn't matter. And I, yeah, I think that's... Oh, and honestly, I had this recently. I would have... Uh, it's not fettuccine Alfredo. It's, I think, the carbonara from the Cheesecake Factory. You know what? It's Buffalo. really not... It's, it's actually good. So... Like my girlfriend and I, it's crazy. We're very similar. We both have like really good taste. Like again, I grew up with a dad who cooks, like had restaurants. Mm-hmm. But I will also eat like Michelinas frozen, like Alfredo chicken Alfredo. Like I don't care. I will like, I like everything. Um, so we went to like went to Buffalo for like to go shopping at Trader Joe's, best grocery store. Oh, and peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. That would be on my. That they're the best peanut butter cups in the world. Um, anyways, we stopped at Cheesecake Factory. We ate like. I don't want to be mean and stereotype, but he felt like very American. Like we went to Cheesecake Factory, had like carbonara, had like two slices of cheesecake, had like all the basic. Well, like they have the so many things on the menu. You just got to keep ordering things. it and yeah, eating yeah. it and trying it. Anyways, that's kind of my answer. I would have that. But what would you have? Um, I would start with a good Caesar salad to start like a, a little small plate. Just because I like the taste. That Why a small my- plate? You're going to die, Rick. Well, because I don't want to overeat myself, right? Because then then I would do a nice uh, surf and turf, a nice steak and lobster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably do something from like um, yeah, Harbor 60, maybe uh, probably New York style. New York. New York. Okay. Um, I'd have the lobster. Oh, a couple shrimp as well. Maybe. I wouldn't do a skewer though. I'd probably do like butter. What butter? They don't do shrimp there. They do jumbo shrimp. No, you can do shrimp wherever you want. The rock shrimp are good. Yeah. Then um, I would want a little bit of pasta, so maybe a side plate of penne alla vodka, uh, and I would want um, for sure a pizza, maybe one slice of pizza. Uh, then I would wash it down with a good birthday cake, frosty or something. Birthday cake, um, like is that a thing? Dessert or something? A dessert? Okay, yeah, like a dessert or something. Oh, yeah. something in that. Yeah, that like should. a birthday cake kind of thing. Then I would want a red velvet cake not a cheesecake a red velvet cake probably with some cake pops too on top just for fun and then birthday cake cake from momofuku to round it off and then probably a coke zero at the end of it yeah (laughs) this is rick eats it's funny i'm bigger than rick size wise and weight wise he eats way more than i do like you can eat a 10 course meal and then i'll walk in with a pizza and he'll eat eat it. it And he still doesn't gain. He doesn't gain weight. I eat like if I see it, I eat it. Yeah, like you know that joke. Like I'm on a seafood diet. I see food, I eat food. Like yeah, but like that's actually me. I have a friend that's like that too. He's like super skinny and eats everything in sight. Yeah, I just I like I have no self control. That's why I just like I have my condo. If you open my condo fridge, there's literally zero food, like zero. You open my pantry, like nothingness. Because you you order, you eat out. Uh, You know, I've thrown a lot of it out. Um, It's just because I'll I'll just buy what I need. So like. I don't know if I know oh. I'm home for two dinners this week or three dinners this week. I usually eat here at the office and I'll bring my food here. I'll buy a head of lettuce or three heads of lettuce, a ready-made chicken, three avocados, and some like crispy onion toppers. And that's all that stays in my fridge. It's like I just eat, buy what I need to eat and I won't buy anything that's like unhealthy or bad because I'll just eat it. Our sponsor, Tiggy, actually shout out to Tiggy. Um, they give us money to, to buy food before each episode. 
and it's an on-demand uh, delivery service <laughs> for food. Not like Uber where it's like ready-made food, but like groceries and snacks and yada yada. So before each episode, we usually order food, hence the massive pile of snacks we have in the corner oh, there I see. and in the fridge. The problem with having a good sponsor like that is that, again, we get 30 bucks each episode. So I'll bring my dinner and my dinner looks like the little frozen, uh, the little packaged meal that George brought. And then I'll get a box of Joe Louis. Well, I can't just not eat it. Like, okay, let me have a Joe Louis. Well, then I got those little chips that I ordered and they're not too bad. So let me have a couple of those. Ooh, but then I also ordered granola bars. So why not crush a couple of granola bars? It's like, I already had dinner. Mm-hmm. Why am I eating this? That's what happens. My mom only buys gross food to put in the pantry, like <laughs> healthy, weird, gross food. We're talking. That's what you need. And That's so good. Whenever I come home, like from anywhere, like if I'm at school, I'm not at school that much, but if I was <laughs> and I came home, there's nothing to snack on. And That's then they don't let me order and I'm not getting in the car. <laughs> but see, you guys have, your grandma's such a different generation. It's so you crazy. Have everything at the tip until of your I was, until I was, 17 when i had my like my g1 maybe my g2 like i didn't i mean okay i'd bike to places in the summertime and i'd pick up maybe like a sub or something like that or a sandwich or beef patties whatever but like i couldn't just go to mcdonald's get mcdonald's anytime i wanted or get like all these things like with like uber and all this stuff like Mm -hmm. it's so crazy how different of a time it is like yeah i just i can't even imagine like being i'd probably be 500 pounds if i if i had uber as a kid same here Uber Eats is yeah. so bad. My parents yelled at me last weekend and they made me delete the app because every <laughs> single night that I went out, I came home and I ordered like a pizza. And when I am in the Uber and I'm like waiting to order my food, I'll start like searching stuff and I'll start looking like at McDonald's. I have no idea what I ordered. I ordered like five, six things on the menu and I knew I was only going to eat like the nuggets and like probably a bite of each. We, we <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. I order like five things. I just, I, it's so crazy. Like back in the day, you'd get like a burger and fries and that's, that's a meal. That's like a meal for everybody. Even someone like my size, that's a meal. Yeah. But then it's like you want. Someone like my size. Yeah. Like, but then it's like. sound you, like you're big. No, but I mean, I can, I can probably eat more than most people. I'm like playing soccer stuff. Like I burn some calories, but like. I'll do that. And then I'm like, okay, well, I can't just have a beef. You want like chicken. So I'm like, okay, let me get a junior chicken. But I was like, oh, like nuggets would be good too. Have some of those. All right. All right. Chicken's healthy too. So throw in like a crunch wrap. And like, oh, I'll this eat. is on sale no, too. That's, ex- that's like basically what I do. And I'll eat most and of And the it. apple pies. Okay. I okay. get apple pies I get. Too. I only get apple pies when I'm hungover. Otherwise, I feel too bad eating them. Um, Okay, that's weird. I gotta give my my girlfriend is the only person I know, and I guess except for you now, that will eat like McDonald's like when it's cold. Like it'll get cold and she still eat it. She like oh she'll like she'll like have the like the pot, whatever. Like she'll sit there for a bit. She won't eat. It. I'm like you know like throw that out. She's like no no it's still fine. I was like that's interesting. I fell asleep with the McDonald's in my room and it left it there all night. And then the next morning I came down. <laughs> With the bag taken, they're like, what is that, Asia? What, what's inside your bag? I'm like, nothing. And I put it in the microwave and I had a bite of each thing the next morning. And they were like, that is, you can't eat that. That's been outside. It's chicken. Like, it's meat. You just left it out. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's like, not real. It's, it's fine. Hey, fair enough. It's That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's um, so funny. Before, uh, I'm going to switch back up. Before we, we wrap up, I did want to ask, uh, favorite performer that you would, or famous uh favorite artist or someone that you'd want to work with and then favorite venue you would want to play at okay play at madison square garden i've said that for years now i'd really like to do that one it's just you know it's madison square garden um jack harlow or lil nas 
because cool. I have never actually like worked with somebody in the song together. Like I did a song with Pressa a few years ago, but we didn't work on it together. Like it was already created and then he added to it. But like to be able to do like the creative process with another artist and actually have the goal of like creating a song for both artists would be really fun. And a rapper too, because I like rap music. What's your favorite That's- song right now? Um, Ballin'. My friends hate me because that's the only Ballin, song I'll like play. like the old song? I think Who, who's it by? Yeah, I'm thinking that's the one you're one. Because I'm thinking like the song Ballin' that came out when Mike we were Jones. like... In, yeah, when we were like in grade eight probably. No, it no, It can't no. be that song. I'll, I'll tell you. It's like... Yeah. No. Which one you think? Wait. This no. one with Roddy Rich. No, that's definitely new then. It's like, I put a new fudgy zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I drive into them. That's kind of old too, isn't it? I think so, maybe. It's like a year or two old now. No, but I just I keep playing it. Yeah, My friends fair. hate me because I, whenever I like a song, does I don't shut up. Like I'll be like, oh, you have to play this right now. And then every single time I'm with them, they're like, Asia, you're not playing this song. I'm like, yes, I am. And they're really, really Do you ever play your it. songs like, around your friends? Do I you don't, like- but they do. Like they always will play it because they like, I, some of them actually do like, appreciate and like the music but some of them are like oh Asia's here of course we're gonna play her song yeah yeah just because I'm there but I have some friends that like like SoundCloud remix people like they like to do that right now and so they've been doing some remixes to my song that's pretty cool I haven't heard them I heard from one person but I'm I've been I've been on SoundCloud way too much lately I don't know why I just I hear like a remix I like on TikTok so I'll go to SoundCloud to find it and then it just SoundCloud's, I guess, algorithm of songs they just start playing for you. Yeah, is really good. So when I'm like 13 mashups deep, listening to like I don't know some Jack Harlow meets David Guetta remix, and I'm like, all right, cool, let's do this. No, it's actually like I like the app because it's not like anyone can anyone can really post on it, and like it's like really creative. Like you do what you want, and also like there's this one song, what is it? It's like New York, but with something else like i don't remember what they added but it was like a good beat or something there's so many good ones there now like so new york frank sinatra new york no oh, G- uh, like in new york yeah jay-z and, and alicia keys yeah, yeah. yeah. That and came like, out when you were, like they just did a, like a really cool like remix slash like mashup i guess to it and they only play it you know what it starts with like down down i know so that's the frank sinatra yeah, version they yeah, put yeah, it yeah. together i guess and they only have it on soundcloud and like me and my friends were obsessed with it for so long so we'd all be listening to like spotify music and then we'd switch and go to soundcloud and be like we yeah. need to listen i'm to on this uh unforgettable um french montana and peru you know um ed sheeran no. uh, that's the song i'm on right now unforgettable time uh, how does unforgettable go again sing it rick is that unforgettable it's it's really you are unforgettable oh that's pop smoke no 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 it's with it's with uh it's 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 with um yeah 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 oh you're right montana swaley i'll play for you after i'm gonna sing it for us no no i uh i love to sing like rick i love music like love i you know last week i went to like three concerts this week i got another two love music love singing love performing but I am hands down the worst singer performer in the city of Toronto. Like, you know, those like, remember William Hong? Oh, you're too young to know William Hong. You remember William Hong? Yeah. They had a show, um, American Idol, which you know, yeah. but they did though. What was the opposite American Idol that they did? No, it was American Idol. No, but then they, they had a show to find the world's worst performers. Oh, I don't know. 
they did it was like a spin-off joke like reality show uh-huh. to find the worst performers. William yeah. Hung was from American Idol. Yeah, but then they started one after him. Oh, I don't know. Because remember how William Hung became really famous because he was really bad. He's saying and she, he, um, she bangs. Yeah, but and it, then oh, no, she, it called, Ricky though. Martin, she bangs. She bangs, she bangs. I know, but she I thought, moves, I, I thought, anyways, I thought the name was different. So anyways, so they ended up making a reality show to find America's like worst singer. Oh, God. That's me. Like, I'm so bad. In my mind, I'm so good. And I'm just like, I'm the star of the show. But no, I'm like just god-awful. Well, that's good because you can appreciate no, oh, no, the music. Oh, but yeah, you just I, can't yeah, ever do it. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Tal- like music-wise, all that, even <laughs> rhythm-wise, Rick ain't. No. Just nothing. Well, just, at least you can. I can't sing, it. but like in terms of other stuff, I'm I'm okay. I, I DJ. Yeah, yeah. You you understand play. music. I yeah, just no. Grew up playing music. Um, before we wrap up, Asia, what's uh, the rest of 2022 look like for you? Well, hopefully graduation. And let me say, hopefully, like you, you're not going to graduate. There's still that potential that you might not. Well, technically, I haven't logged my service hours, so <laughs> they actually said pending graduation. I'm pending, you. okay. So maybe. <laughs> um, traveling, hopefully, in the summer. And then moving to LA, but with music, the goal is to be continuously releasing. So continue writing, continue releasing, and just like getting everything out there. And I just want to continue with just writing and working and hopefully making way more connections in LA and just working all the time. I'm going to be writing like five times a week, basically. And when's the song with B coming out? Well, we don't have a release date for that one. It was like basically just done. But once I graduate, it definitely speeds up the process because <laughs> uh, I do not need her like beating energy. me up in the halls. Okay. And like that girl probably would. So Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else, George? You no, this is fun. That's, that's actually a really fun episode. This is, yeah. Hey, I, thanks for joining us. And you are the youngest person me. to ever come. You're the youngest person we've ever had on the podcast. 17. That is pretty yeah. young. Uh, we are 165-ish, 60-ish episodes in. Something like that. That's a pretty long one, too. An hour and yeah. 20 minutes. Oh. Um, if people want to find out more about you, the music, everything, where can they go? How can they find you? So my Instagram is It's Asia. We actually just changed all the usernames. Um, TikTok is also It's Asia. And those are my main two. Okay. I actually just got Snapchat for my music because I do use it so much. <laughs> so more on Snapchat, too. And. Asia, if everyone doesn't know, it'll be in the description, but it's A-J-A. Cool. All right, beauty. Guys, if you made it to the end of this, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Give Asia a follow. Give this uh, the pals a follow. Share this with your friends. And other than that, sign off. See you guys next episode. Oh, and also wish Asia a happy birthday because it's her birthday when this releases. Yes, thank you. Cheers, guys. Peace. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes And every I got alone No one thing You're not alright I'm not alright